Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying, in more ways than one, (laughs) world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this (laughs) is episode 56. (laughs) But... It is a very, very, very special Halloween episode. Oh my God, it's so spooky. <laughs> because we are doing a super thriller. And not just any super thriller. Oh no. Oh no, a special super thriller. <laughs> One, some of you have mentioned. Some of you have expressed your uh, strong feelings about it. Mm, very true. It is mm-hmm. the one, <laughs> the only, you asked for it, we've delivered, it's Murder, Murder in, in Paradise! paradise. <laughs> 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 Spooky noises! <laughs> um, and we're going to have to get started with the taglines and blurbs. Now, there isn't a cover tagline. No. But there is a back one. It, there is. And you know, I think it's my favourite tagline ever. I think it's mine too. <laughs> Please read it. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your mother is? <laughs> oh my god! It's so exciting! Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Okay, are you ready, listeners? You're not ready. No, none of us are ready. <laughs> By the way, it is actually nearly ten o'clock. We're doing a late night recording session night, for this, it's so spooky as fuck. We're going to be hallucinating <laughs> with tiredness at the end of this, and, and this. This story is going to fuel We're on our own in the studio. Let's hope no one gets murdered. Oh, stop! <laughs> oh, God. What's that noise? What? <gasps> no! <laughs> okay, back to the blurb. <clears throat> Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield are living it up on a mother-daughter retreat at Paradise Spa where their biggest worry is to whether to go for a cucumber facial or splash in the waterfall. <laughs> And with so many cute guys on the staff, the girls decide that what their boyfriends back home don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> they, cer- they certainly do decide oh, this. They really do. Then, oh my God, this is a massive spoiler. Then Jessica and Lila Fowler go for a late night swim and find a dead body <laughs> in the steam bath. Oh my God. Some people will be traumatised by that for life. You Not them. No, no. Anyway, back to the verb. The manager insists the death is a freak accident. But when Alice Wakefield disappears, <gasps> Elizabeth and Jessica are terrified. There's a murderer on the loose. Oh my God. Desperate to find their mother. The twins set a deadly trap with Elizabeth as the bait. No, they don't. That is literally not what That's happens. not what happens. At all. <laughs> what? Incorrect. Well, join Elizabeth and Jessica at the Paradise Spa. For the chill of a lifetime. Oh my God. I just flung the book on the desk. Drama. (laughs) So much drama. And now normally I'd ask you to describe the cover. Mm. But the cover of, of the edition we have here... Is uh, is not, it's not worthy. The, it's not the really good one because <laughs> there no. is a really good 
cover for this, which has like a waterfall and I think is it is it light? No, who's in the waterfall? It's, it's Jessica, Jessica and Lila, and Lila frolicking in and the waterfall. And then like Alice is up in the background kind of. Or is it Liz? Being stolen or something, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a much more dramatic and typically Sweet Valley cover. And it's a painting. It's a proper painting. Whereas this one has that the kind British of. British edition. This one is, it's got a painting of the twins, but it's like a, in a little circle in the corner. And mm. the main image is like a photo of a shower drain with some bubbles and a flower and a knife. It's all over the place. It doesn't even fit the not story. Good. No, it really doesn't. No one stopped. <laughs> <laughs> there's not even in a shower yeah so um, that's unfortunate but there's a better cover out there there mm. is well yeah. we should probably we'll, post that we'll put well. a picture of the good one up <laughs> we will and a few yeah. people did when we said we were doing a very special thriller episode yeah. a few people did say we, they hoped it was this one so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um, so we begin on a train how exciting we're not at the beach for once we've never been on a train before it's true yeah uh, I mean we have well, yeah. <laughs> just in case there's any listeners who are like god does Ireland not have trains they don't have trains <laughs> Jesus um, and who is on the train is uh, uh, the twins of course mm-hmm. with Alice yes. Lila her mother yeah so we're probably like jumping ahead slightly we're in ju- that George and Grace are back together which happened in the Fowler Saga. saga that's right it was mm. at the end of that one yeah so uh, yeah it's a bit of a way ahead mm-hmm. and uh, yeah Grace and Alice are probably pallying up that she'll invite her on this luxury week <laughs> I guess because they're off school again for no real reason <laughs> for no good reason <laughs> whatsoever um, and uh, Enid's come along with them Solo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're sad sack Enid but it's because her mother Adele who you might remember from the last uh uh, the last time she mm, showed up. Hard choices. Yes. Um, she couldn't get away from work. Yeah. And they are going to the most luxurious spa in all of California. <gasps> oh my God. And Jess can't wait to be pampered. Paradise Spa. Yes. It's going to be amazing. It re- well, it is. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> so Liz is grateful that Alice decided to take the rest of, the rest of this gig motley crew along with her when she won a competition, apparently just because her name was taken at random from the phone book. Mm, very, like, that's weird. I know? mean, that seems suspicious, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she decided the ideal trip was a mother-daughter adventure and inexplicably she chose Lila's mother instead of like her own friend. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Makes no sense. So, uh, yeah, Jess and Lila gush over the brochure, mm. um, which lists all the offerings and there's quite a selection. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on at the yes. spa. So there's like Swedish massage, aromatherapy, mm. steam Ooh. baths, facial and full body mud packs, yoga, go. golf, tennis. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And there's also this mission statement of founder Tatiana Muller. Ooh. Can you tell us what her statement is? It's on page three. Oh, ooh, on page three. Sorry, I've gone past that. <laughs> uh, it's my firm and passionate belief that inside everyone, no matter how plain, a beautiful person waits to be discovered. Here at Paradise Spa, I make that my personal mission. Surrounding my clients with beauty and comfort, I encourage the beautiful person within each of them to blossom ooh. forth. Yours in beauty, ooh. Tatiana Mueller. <laughs> Jess literally says, oh, wow, well, she could do that for ugly people. Imagine what we'll look like. Oh, my God. <laughs> They'll be radiant. Oh, Jessica. Uh, and Liz <laughs> is amused by this. And when Jess asks, okay, well, what do you want out of this trip? She's like, oh, I just want to chill, do a bit of writing. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, and she's taking her laptop because this is the 90s. That's right. We are in 1995. We really are. <laughs> I mean, it's a jump. The girls are still in school. <laughs> it's been a ten long... Year, ten years later, they are still juniors in high school. <laughs> it's been a long junior year. Yeah. And uh, Lila can't understand wanting to work on vacation because she wants to be wasted on hand and foot. And they do point out, well, you know, that's kind of no life anyway. There. Yeah. <laughs> Alice well, just wants quality time with the twins. Oh, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And Liz notices that uh, Enid is a bit quiet. Well, this... Shenanigans she going on. She is, yeah. So she kind of asks her what's up. But um, yeah, Ina's just really disappointed that her mom couldn't come with yeah. her. But also, mm. it's Hugh. And he broke up with her. He did. Oh my God. They were really going the distance there, weren't they? Yeah. Actually, they really were. Till now, like. Well, yeah. yeah, whatever this is. But this is quite far ahead. It is. Because actually, didn't the Lila book took place after Don't Go Home with John? Yeah. That was incorporated into it. Yeah. That's quite late. True. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, her and Hugh were together for a while. They were. Um, yeah, and she's feeling all ugly and fat. Oh, Enid. And she feels she's boring. I mean, <laughs> we're not going to argue with you on that point. And she fears no one will ever go out, or out with her again. She's still got the net. Do you want to net? Look, she's gotten results before. Yeah. She, <laughs> she can still do it. You've still got it, Enid. You can do it, Enid. We believe in you. And then, oh my God, this is such a fucking... Bitch. <laughs> Edith says, Oh, if I was hotter, but we shouldn't say the word hot, but you know, if I was more attractive, Hugh wouldn't have dumped me. And this consoled her, but again, it's like, Yeah, true. Oh, God, <laughs> Liz, fuck's sake. Because <laughs> it turns out that Hugh has moved on to a sort of hot but dumb girl. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they kind of say it really did seem as if he were going for superficial sex appeal over substance. Hmm. Mm, no, no teenage boy has ever done that. No, very out of character. Um, but uh, she doesn't. I mean, I'm kind of surprised she doesn't say this to uh, to Enid. She just says this is going to be a fun girls' week with no boys allowed, and she changes that. <laughs> she bails on that pretty immediately. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, within twenty four hours. So the train arrives at the tiny Paradise Station, and they're greeted by a hunk. Of course. <laughs> Well, the first of many. First of many in a line of hunks. Yes, his name is Chris. And Jessica immediately announces that she's in love. Oh, God, Jessica. Despite the fact she's currently going out with Ken. Ken. Yes. Stay away from him. <laughs> Precious hunky. Leave Ken alone. Cookie Ken. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in her clutches now. And actually, I'd forgotten that they go out for quite a while in yeah. these later books. Oh. So um, we totally forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she says she's on vacation, so it doesn't count. <laughs> really? <guess>. Okay. <laughs> so Chris is so hunky that even Liz is struck dumb by oh his my beauty. Goodness. He must be super hot. He, well, there's a reason for that. We'll find <laughs> out. So they drive off, and it's all very sort of remote. Like there's no it is you know, signs like, of. Even the train station like it's not like there's a town or anything it's literally just a station that you have to drive to the spa from there's no sign of people mm. and uh, it's very, very sort of tropical and Liz is deter- or Jess is determined to fall madly in love with Chris <laughs> and when he says he's golf teacher she announces that she wants to learn <laughs> she's like mm, this is the start of some paradise adventures 
<laughs> so they arrive at the spa and everywhere they look are hugs and hugettes. Everyone is so hot. <laughs> Ridiculously good looking. Like they must be spectacular because everyone's already hot in Sweet Valley but I, here it's like notable. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Yeah, because they, the Sweet Valleyans are, are, you know, struck by mm. this. There's like a baseline level of hot whereas here it's like another level. <laughs> oh yeah, They're, they've ascended to a higher plane. Yeah. And they wonder what uh, this fa- infamous uh, Tatiana Muller will mm. look like and Elizabeth ridiculously thinks that with a romantic name like Tatiana she'll be the most beautiful of all. So weird. Why would you think that? No. <gasps> it's bizarre. But then Tatiana Muller appears. Oh. And oh no. <laughs> She's hideous. She's not cute at all. No. <laughs> oh God. It's so bad because Enid uh, is feeling really kind of bad about herself because everyone is so gorgeous. So mm. Enid, Enid says I feel like a toad. Oh poor Enid. Oh. Uh, and Jessica goes speaking of toads. <laughs> As Tatiana Hard. approaches, and it's like, "Fuck, dude." Okay, yeah, she's but, um, uh, she she's she's kind of lumping, and she's kind of yeah, like a frumpy middle-aged woman. Like she has frizzy reddish hair streaked Oof. with grey. Her skin was sallow. Her nose looked crooked. She had no chin to speak of. Her body was as dumpy and lumpy as a sack of potatoes. Harsh. <laughs> God. Good God. Um, but then. Jess, no, Jess is revolted by her but then she feels guilty when she notices that half of Tatiana's face is scarred Aww. so it's like it's okay to hate ugly people if they haven't <laughs> been in some terrible accident unless it's not your fault then it's like oh Somehow. no okay <laughs> um, so Tatiana is ridiculously hilariously over the top completely she's like welcome welcome to paradise my lovelies amazing <laughs> but she's most struck by Alice. She is the template of loveliness. <laughs> you must be Alice Wakefield. <laughs> Alice doesn't seem as uh, freaked out by this as I think no. most people would. Because she's used to it. People oh praise, God. being praised for her beauty. Yeah. And uh, she says, the only rule in paradise is to think beautiful thoughts. <laughs> and she leads them off to their rooms. And uh, Jessica is amused by her sort of OTT style. But Alice is, is thoughtful. Yeah, Alice kind of feels like there's something about her like that she's like kind of familiar yeah but she's not sure where she met her before mm. so uh, Tatiana leads them to Tranquility Cottage oh. where they each share a room including Alice and Grace and if I was an app, like going to a posh spa mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want to share a room with someone I barely know <laughs> I'm surprised that the, the spa has like two twin beds yeah. in all these rooms true um so uh, it's all, I mean, I guess it was free holiday. I mean, look, you wouldn't complain too much either. So. But I don't think Alice and Grace have ever had a conversation I will, this. yeah, that's true. Um, and obviously the twin, like Jess and Lila are in one room and Liz and Enid are in another. So it's all super fancy and they uh, they immediately head out for a twilight swim in the pool. But when Jess emerges from her post-swim shower, she is struck by something about these rooms. Something's missing. Something very strange. There's no mirror no. in any of the rooms. <gasps> And of course she's horrified. Kind of weird. It is weird. And But she needs to be as beautiful as possible to impress she, Chris. <laughs> she does. And uh, Lila's like, oh, I'm such an expert. I don't need a makeup to apply my, or a mirror to apply my beauty regime. She, she can just do it anyway. Yeah, eyes closed. <laughs> Amazing. And she can't believe that Jess wants to impress a mere employee like Chris. She's <laughs> on the lookout for a wealthy bachelor. Oh, Lila. <laughs> what sort of, oh, joking, I was going to say what sort of wealthy bachelor wants uh, to go out with a 16-year-old, but I think we Surprisingly know the answer to that <laughs> Yeah. A gross amount. Yes. So while Jess is fussing over, you know, the lack of mirrors, Liz can't stop thinking about Chris. <gasps> Liz? She does something to assuage her guilt that's very high tech. Oh. <laughs> Where is it? She, she gets out that laptop. Oh, she, 
<laughs> she does. And it's so funny because they go through the whole like disconnecting the phone line. She plugged it into the back of her computer. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely dial-up tone. Oh, oh. happy days. Yeah, so she uh, she sends Todd an email because it is 1995, baby. Yes, it's the 90s. <laughs> and uh, as soon as she sa- she hits send, she starts thinking about Chris again. Damn it, Liz. That assuaged you the guilt did not last long. Out of sight, out of mind, Todd. Indeed. So Liz and Edith head down to the dining room and Edith feels self-conscious among all these radiant beauties, including her own party. And they spot an unnamed movie star, you know, so it's clearly a, yeah. a hot spot. And their healthy meals are served. Um, so it's all like poached salmon and salmon yeah. and but they're all very small meals as well yeah. like there's not actually much eaten in any oh, of them oh I, I felt hungry I know I was starving reading yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Enid while everybody's eating is just struck by how gorgeous everybody is and she feels like she's the least hot person in the entire spa oh Enid and uh, Chris drops by and Jess bags him for a golf lesson the next day and he <laughs> asks Liz if she'd like one too and Jess literally stamps on her foot <laughs> so subtle <laughs> Well, you know, she's actually a character. So good. So Lila mocks Jess for this, but then says she just spotted her ideal man. Ooh. And she's like, oh, it's it's him. The profile, the hair. And they're like, what, who? And she's like, uh, oh, no, I don't know who, but I just don't recognise him, so he must be famous. He's like, oh, really? I'm sure he's rich and famous and single. It's like, you can tell all this from his silhouette. What's happening? Wow, she's, I mean, she's she's good uh, when she gets her sights set on somebody. So over dinner, everybody's chatting, but Enid is a bit quiet she's actually wondering maybe she could benefit from the magic of Paradise Spa. Yeah, she's kind of thinking maybe she just throws herself into it and yeah. uh, really like does all the things. Mm. She might come back a, a changed woman. And uh, when she and Ina, or Liz are getting ready for bed, Liz kind of has a bit of mentionitis going on. Like she keeps mentioning Chris. <laughs> she does. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> but Ina doesn't even register this. And uh, Liz uh, suggests that, you know, why don't we, you know, she's still a bit hungry. Why don't we get some crisps? And Edith said, well, doesn't that defeat the purpose of the spa? And this is like, ah, come on, the purpose is just to chill and be yeah. healthy. Liz has actually a very healthy attitude to this whole spa She thing. does, yeah. Not to fidelity. <laughs> Less so. <laughs> but yeah, the purpose of being in the spa, she's like, look, this is just going to be nice. To week hang of- out like, yeah. yeah. Edith isn't convinced. She vows to let Paradise Spa work its magic and thinks, I want to be transformed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so dramatic. It really is. So next morning, Jess, like most of us staying away in a hotel or spa or whatever, is ready for our big dirty fry. Let's do it. <laughs> Buffet breakfast. There is not a, a rasher to be seen. Oh, God. Yeah. It's grim. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a nice bit of breakfast that you'd have, you know, first and then you go up for the fry and then you go get your croissants and then you go get all the other stuff. (laughs) Like, you know, you do it in stages. This is just stage one. But yeah, it's it's all sweet things because it's yogurt it's and fruit. Yogurt and fruit, yeah. So there's cantaloupe, honeydew, apricot, strawberries, raspberries and pineapple. And like, yeah, that's grand. But like... That's like your pre-breakfast. That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the like, warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're offering muffins. I don't understand why, like... And some whole grain toast, which for me, I'm just like, right, give me some toast. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really... I'm not really up for a, a sweet breakfast. I remember when I worked in a cafe in Boston on my student summer. You had to, at a certain point in the morning, they'd be like, okay, move the breakfast pastries down and put the, you know, later pastries up. And I was like, I do not know what the, bre- I genuinely did not know what the breakfast pastries were. I was like, <laughs> these are all cakes. Like, I don't Cake know. for breakfast. I do not know. Oh, a Danish is for breakfast. What is it? Okay. Um, so I would just be looking for something savory. 
while all this was going on. Yeah, I like savoury too, but I'm also about that dessert for breakfast life too. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll go for a waffle covered in ice cream. No questions asked. <laughs> no, no, that's that's dessert, dessert. <laughs> no, that's breakfast. <laughs> if you're doing it right. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on many courses, I guess. I could have it as a breakfast dessert. Breakfast dessert. After yeah. the fry. <laughs> uh, so Alice plans to have go for a yoga class which inexplicably shocks Liz she <laughs> literally says you're doing yoga in italics yeah maybe I don't know I can't remember but maybe it's yoga a, just wasn't a thing in the 90s it's a, like it's obviously it's everywhere now but like I wouldn't think it would have been that weird yeah not in America you wouldn't have thought anyway yeah, yeah. I don't think even here at that stage I remember there were yoga classes in college when I, I was in college in 1995 okay. yeah, and yeah. I remember they, there was like a yoga club or something yeah so it wasn't I mean a bunch of lazy students were doing it <laughs> <laughs> okay it was not that weird <laughs> but it's, it shocks Liz yeah yeah. Um, but uh, Jess says that hanging with Chris is the old relaxation she needs <laughs> and uh, then they're approach, approached by Tatiana <laughs> to Lila and Jess's dismay because they hate ugly people. Oh and she's accompanied by her radiant second-in-command, Marguerite. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. She's and also super hot. Of course she is. Well, everybody is. Just everybody relax. Part. She's super hot. It's okay. Tatiana starts bagging on about her youth. Visiting the spas of Europe with her mother was a great Austrian beauty. Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, that she calls Edith a little sparrow. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, she's like, there's nothing more important than the mother-daughter bond. And then she's like, oh, Enid. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll take care of you. Oh, God. And uh, she uh, she asks if the rooms are okay. And Jess is like, oh, could we have a, Is there any way we could have a mirror sent mm. over? And a cloud descends <gasps> oh, no. over crouch <laughs> the woman's cheerful if disfigured features <laughs> no mirrors oh, she wow. says they're like Joe Crawford doing a no wire hangers <laughs> um, and then she says there are no mirrors in the spa at all because it's inner beauty that counts like okay but that's also kind of impractical like come on <laughs> very impractical what about putting contact lenses in exactly, like so yeah. many reasons you would need this uh, but she pats Jessica's cheek and just shudders Mm. and uh, she inwardly grumbles because Tatiana might hate mirrors but Jessica likes to appreciate her own outer beauty. <laughs> she would spend all day in front of a mirror if she could. True. It's probably for the best for her. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So uh, Liz is understandably baffled that a spa that goes on about uh, being beautiful and is dedicated to make be- making people thin and whose staff all look like models. Like, why are they so obsessed with inner beauty? Why would they mm. like let you look at yourself in a mirror? But Alice thinks it's admirable. Yeah. And Liz, the amateur psychologist, wonders if the focus on inner beauty is because Mrs. Mueller was in an accident. And, you know, (laughs) why she jumps to this conclusion? Oh, who even knows? (laughs) And then another hot waitress approaches. Her name is Katya. And Liz notices sadness in her eyes. Oh, not just sadness, infinite sadness. Fucking hell. I know, the drama. <laughs> and of course Liz thinks Katya needs a friend, but she can't understand how anyone could be sad in such a magical place. For oh, fuck's God. sake, Liz. Better really? make it my business to badger her and find out. Oh, don't worry. She will. So the gang leave the dining room. They meet a new family, the Spencers, who introduce themselves in a hilariously detailed way. <laughs> Can 
tell us how they introduce themselves? Um, yeah, so in the friendly spirit of the spa, they stopped to make introductions. I'm Kurt Spencer, the portly man said. Ugh. This is my wife, Joanne, our 13-year-old daughter, Chelsea, <laughs> and our 16-year-old son, Randall. <laughs> like, okay, you could just say, these are my kids. This is Randall and Chelsea. I think we guess. Yeah, we don't care what age they are. And Lila and Jess are such pricks. They literally give Randall oh. an up and down for walking off. And yeah. Enid is rightly enraged on his behalf because she knows they've just been so dismissive because he's a little bit chubby. She chats with him and he's very nice. It must be nice to talk to like, like talk to a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a regular human. He's the only one there. <laughs> yeah. And Liz which is fucked up and leaves Enid on her own. <laughs> no, everyone just bailed. Yeah, it's so rude. <laughs> Literally Liz or Edith stops to like exchange one line of conversation with somebody and the rest of them just vanished. Gone. Legged yeah. it. So she just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And then she turns around. Oh God. And somebody's there. It's Mrs. Mueller. It is. And she suggests that Edith has a special hair conditioning treatment for redheads because your hair has special needs. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> so she whisks Edith off. To her surprise, Edith's surprise, she's a hairdresser too. I mean, sure, why not? She's multi-talented. <laughs> she is. She does everything. And uh, she applies this treatment and Edith admits she hates her frizzy red locks and she wishes she had hair like Liz. <gasps> Mrs. Mueller says, all that will change. And says, they're all friends of their jealous moments. What else do you envy Elizabeth oh. for? And... Uh, Edith tells her, well, you know, she has Todd, but I was just dumped by my boyfriend and uh, Hugh. And Miss Muna says, when you return from paradise, you'll be so radiant <laughs> that you will beg her to take him, take him back. Yeah, and that every every boy in town will be vying for her attention. Mm. She'll be so transformed. <gasps> the magic of Paradise Cove. <laughs> but then Miss Muna starts asking about Edith's mother. Yeah. And she's like, oh, how sad it is. She doesn't have time for you. She's ignoring you. And he's like, well, that's not really what's happening. Yeah. It's not that she doesn't have time for me. She was up like this last minute, yeah. random time of <laughs> yeah. year trip for he a week. like, well, no, like her job is just really busy right now. But like Tatiana's like, oh, how disappointing for you. And kind of getting her to admit that she's hurt by the fact that her mom didn't come and kind of really, yeah, just kind of getting in her head about yeah. her mother. And says things like, keeps suggesting that Enid's mother takes out her frustrations on Enid, which yeah. isn't true. No, She's like, oh, she doesn't put you first, does she? And he's like, well, no, it's, no, no, that's not really the way it is. But it all, you know, combines to make Enid feel like nobody cares about her. Yeah. And she ends up trying not to cry. Oh, She's like, my mom does her best. <laughs> but the seeds have been sown. Yeah. By the way, we're told that it's been hard for Enid's mother since her divorce from Enid's dad. What about old TV? Station man who she got engaged to. Yeah. Um. What was his name again? Was it, it wasn't that, Alan. That guy. He was nice. <laughs> he was sound. Yeah. Also, they were engaged. Him. Yeah. Well, he's off now. Oh. Uh, she's on her own, and she's apparently taking it out on Edith, according oh to Mrs. Mueller. And Mrs. Mueller is comforting, and Edith feels grateful someone's listened to her woes, mm. unlike her best friend. Yeah, who just disappeared at the drop of a hat for no reason. Well, it turns out she disappeared because she was looking for Katya because she couldn't resist a chance to meddle. <laughs> and uh, she makes some small talk about the spa and asks if the workers can like get some treatments and stuff and uh, they certainly can. And Katya admits she's just kind of new. Yeah. And she doesn't really, she's not really close to anybody there yet. She hasn't been there long enough, yeah. Yeah. So she offers to give Liz and her gang a tour. And Liz admits, oh, I've just, I just left them. So I don't know where they are. So we'll have to go on our own. <laughs> and they do. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, they, they get taken to see. There's a salon, there's a gym, there's courts, pools, all these trails. And Katya says there's a waterfall. Um, and Liz says, you know, oh, God, all your friends must be so impressed that you're working here. And Katya's all like, oh, yes, yes, they are. They're very impressed. Oh, yeah. She's she's a bit cagey. She is a bit, yes. Mm. Quite squirrely about the whole subject. Yes. And she's like, well, you know, most people just stay here forever. And Liz's like, uh, well, are they... They stay here forever. Yeah, but they're what so about? they're so young. What's Cause, happening? Because they're all really young. <laughs> yeah, everyone's only like all the, the workers are like eighteen or nineteen at most. Of. Yeah, yeah. And Katya admits, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, they are a bit young, but apart from Mrs. Mueller and my good Reed, <laughs> who never says a word, not a one. <laughs> She's just beautiful but silent. Yeah. Um. So uh, Liz asks Katya if she likes Mrs. Mueller, and, and Katya's a bit cagey is again, and she's like, well, you know, they all say she's like a mother to them, but you know. I already have a mom. Oh. And then she changes the subject. She does. But nosy Liz <laughs> has got her the scent in her <laughs> nostrils. <laughs> she smells blood. She does. She's not going to stop. She's like, what is Katja's mommy issue? And what led her to paradise? Ooh. So while this is happening, Chris is coaching Jess. Mm. Turns out she's quite good at golf, of course. Yeah, I mean, look, she's good at everything. True. Except singing, was that oh, it? Oh, yeah, it was. It's yeah. like the one thing they're not good at. Her <laughs> they're, they're amazing at everything else. <laughs> uh, well, the one thing, that, another thing she is good at is charming Chris because he keeps asking about Liz. Oh my God, <laughs> Jessica is infuriated. Of course. <laughs> and she tries to put him off by saying, oh, Liz is so geeky. She put her laptop. He's like, oh, I want to be a writer. Do you think she'd go out with me tonight? <laughs> Jesus, Chris. <laughs> Cool the Jets. And when Chris says, oh, don't worry, bring a pal, we could go for a double date, she basically throws away her clubs and says, golf is the most boring thing in the world. She just stomps off like... (laughs) But she gets over it very quickly. Oh, she does. She just basically, I'm going to turn my attention to some different hunks. Yeah, in fairness, they're they're everywhere. So like, true, it <laughs> is like no shortage of hot hunk dudes. Island. Yeah. So Liz and Edith walk to dinner, and Liz waves about her wonderful day, and Edith says she had fun too. Yeah. And uh, Liz admires her hair, uh, which is gleaming after the treatment. And says, "Maybe we could do something tomorrow." Yes, maybe you could. <laughs> literally abandoned her for the yeah. entire day don't run away from her next time <laughs> and uh, Enid wants a facial because she says her complexion needs help and Liz says yeah sure I, I think I'll get one too patting her own flawless skin oh fuck off my notes literally say fuck off <laughs> <laughs> that's the only response really well for so many things <laughs> so uh, Chris approaches and Liz blushes and so does he. Oh my God. <laughs> and he asks her to play tennis. Yeah. And she's all like, oh yes, before belatedly remembering, oh yeah, Edith's here. Oh God. Um, can you, I'll do it if you can find someone to play with her. Yeah, well, in fairness, she just kind of says, yeah, if you can find a fourth, we're on. So I suppose. It's, it's not yeah. as, as obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but she handles it fairly well, I thought. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm being harsh on her. I can't believe I'm admitting it. It's the flawless skin thing that set you off. It really it? did, yeah. Jess. Oh, God damn it, Liz. <laughs> so, but actually, Liz is, Enid is kind of annoyed about being dragged into this because yeah. like, she feels a bit patronised. She does. Can't be for the first time. And Liz apologises and he's like, oh, yeah, it's grand, but it clearly isn't. So, yeah. You know, the... the Another little pinprick in all the things that are happening to yeah. make her feel a bit inadequate. And as they go into dinner, she feels bad that she was sort of defensive, but she thinks rightly that Liz does not know what it's like to be in someone's shadow. True. And she feels pathetic. And uh, when she goes into the dining hall, she bumps into Randall, who jokes that he's lost pounds already and he's all <laughs> cheerful and joking. And she feels she's not the only ugly duckling. Jesus, poor Randall. I like Randall. I think he sounds cool. Randall's very happy in his skin. Yeah, he's happy out. He's living the dream. 
Um, at dinner, Jess complains about the tiny portions, <laughs> uh, which I would be complaining about too. Yeah. Of course, Liz does not care. No. There's um, unlimited salad, no, which gosh. like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone's dream. Um, and uh, Mrs. Mueller hears her uh, complaining and Jess is like, oh, I'm just joking. And Mueller, Mrs. Mueller says, well, you you know, after a week of this, you'll be even more radiant than you already are. <laughs> and then she loses her Shit over the Wakefields, <laughs> like it's 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 over it's the top. Incredible. Even even for one of these books, it is over the top. <laughs> she goes the twins, angels sent from heaven. Oh god! But when she turns to Alice, <laughs> she reaches a whole new level. Oh god! <laughs> Such a beautiful mother. Now this face is perfect, exquisite. Yes, your beauty reminds me of my own mother. She had perhaps the loveliest face since Helen of Troy. <laughs> a face that artists all over Europe sought to paint. Breathtaking. Unique. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, Helen of Troy. Relax the cacks, will you? Oh my God. Oh my God. Put your pants back on, Tatiana. Is it... <laughs> Outrageous carry on. Well, I mean, she is outrageous and it's too much even for Alice who must be used to being constantly like, worshipped. It seems unsettling, doesn't it? They oh used to be like, please get off me. They're all really, it, it sounds like it's reached very embarrassing levels yeah. because Mrs. Mewley just keeps going on about how wonderful it is to have a mother and everyone feels like, okay, it's what awkward, is happening? Like, yeah. Edith is practically in tears because oh like she's been rubbed in that her mother is <laughs> yeah. not there. But Mrs. Mewley notices it's like, why don't you come to another beauty? treatment Edith mm. and Edith's face plain face is transformed by her grateful smile <laughs> and Liz feels a bit bad because she sees that Miss Mueller is cheered up Edith but she's still she's, she's starting to feel a bit freaked by her a little bit yeah she's very overbearing and there's something odd about the owner of Paradise Spa <gasps> certainly is mm, yes. and actually <laughs> Alice is still trying to figure out why Miss Mueller seems familiar yeah she definitely feels like she's met her before but she just can't put her finger on it or it's figure like, out where from yeah it's the voice not the face yeah. and she just um, when she's on the phone to Ned because they were college together he's like do you remember Tatiana Mueller but he doesn't and he has we're told a brain like a computer okay because it's the 90s <laughs> hack the world <laughs> This is the 90s. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, it, it, it's still naggling, niggling away at, at Alice mm. and she just can't get rid of the feeling she knows Mrs. Mueller. Yeah. Enid and Liz uh, change into tennis whites they for do. this planned Their game. double date, yeah. Yes. And Enid is self-conscious about her chunky legs. Oh, Enid. <laughs> no, this place is, I really think this place would make people feel terrible. She's surrounded by hunks. <laughs> yeah. Starving and surrounded by hunks. Jesus. And Liz reassures her, but she's more concerned, to be honest, about with flirting <gasps> with Chris. Liz? Todd. <laughs> we, I mean, really, what What about Todd? I know. It's very on Liz, isn't it? Oh my, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'd forgotten that at this stage, they used to do that in so many specials and stuff, that Liz would yeah. have a flirtation. And most of the time she was just cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she crosses the line in this, <laughs> lest you think it's merely flirtation. Yeah. So of course, Alec, Alec, Alex, the um, friend of oh, Chris, the friend. Yeah. he's also a hunk. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> but Les has, as my notes say has lost her fucking mind because <laughs> when Chris says 15 love she thinks he's sending her a special message oh, for God's about sake. love stop it <laughs> Jesus calm down oh my god 
so funny. Paradise Bile makes everybody super horny. <laughs> oh my God, it really does. I mean, poor Enid. <laughs> so meanwhile, Lila's giving out about the knack, lack of nightlife in Paradise Bile. Fair point. Mm. Um, and there's nothing to do in the evenings and there isn't even a TV in their room. She's already just really bored. Yeah, I do hate that though when you're staying somewhere and there's no telly. I love yeah. a bit of telly. You know, well, see, so if you get the laptop, you can get Netflix. Well, that's true. But yeah. Not in 1995. So. No, that's true. <laughs> Hang on, I just invent Netflix. <laughs> Give it another 15 years. Or so <laughs> yeah. um, but Lila finds distraction because she sees, quote, him. <gasps> Who could it be? Who? <laughs> This mystery man. The dinner jacket at hunk. He's in a white dinner jacket. Very Walking horrible. away from them. He's the man from Del Monte. He's and extremely mysterious. And he does not say yes. No. He doesn't say anything yet. No. And Lila insists on literally running after him. She takes off at a sprint like she is down for business. Terrifying. But he gets away having dropped a red rose. Ooh. Which Lila is convinced they have all lo- like everyone's lost their damn delu- minds. Yeah. <laughs> they have, they're deluded. Lila is convinced it's a love token for her. So funny. Even Jess thinks this is <laughs> a bit pinched. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they go to check the tennis match. And of course, Alex catches uh, Jess's eye. And she d- he does a double take oh, when God. Jess grins at him. Yeah. And understandably, Enid is like, oh, fuck it. For hell. fuck's sake. Because she and Alex have been getting along quite well. Yeah, and obviously, and Enid fancies Alex, obviously. And he yeah. seemed to be reasonably into Enid too. But then, of course, Jessica comes up and that all goes tits up. Well, especially because then Jessica does a cheerleading routine. Oh like literally, literally a cheerleading routine. She sounds unhinged. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised she doesn't bit. scare him off. Jesus Christ. Like you'd be terrified if someone started <laughs> doing this. You'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go. Because she's um, freaking me see out. See you later, Edith. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Alex, it works on him and he's totally forgotten he's playing doubles. He's just like flirting with Jess. Oh God. Even Liz is embarrassed. Yeah. No, Jessica's completely over the top. Like she's jumping up and down on top of a bench doing like, give me an A. <laughs> Shut up, Jess. <laughs> By the time the match ends, Edith is almost in tears. Aww. And Alex is a total prick because he just walks up to Jessica and continues flirting. Oh, like, yeah, just completely ignores Edith as soon as Jess turns up. But then when Jessica suggests, why don't we all go into the paradise, you know, town, such mm. as it is, for some ice cream, get off this place. Uh, the lads say, they're not allowed to leave the grounds. Mm. And Jessica's like, but you're off duty. And Alex starts to say something. Chris is like, oh, no, it's fine. We have ice cream in our room. We've got a fridge. We can head there. Yeah, let's have milkshakes. So, yeah, they kind of, yeah, Chris cuts Alex off before he tells them anything suspicious. Mm. Hmm. 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 And back in their room, poor, poor Edith (laughs) is stuck with Lila as the other arseholes flirt with each other. Like, yeah, they're the worst friends. They're terrible <laughs> friends and terrible girlfriends because yeah. bear in mind they both have serious boyfriends back home. Very true, yeah. And Enid is utterly miserable. Lila's going on about like, oh, cute boys aren't enough for me. I need a successful man. <laughs> I need uh, a mysterious bachelor. <laughs> yes. And finally, Liz remembers that Enid's there and Enid <laughs> is literally looking at her watch. Oh, it just sounds hellish. It and, really does, yeah. Uh, and... Um, Liz uh, belatedly decides to call it a night even though she spent the entire evening gazing into Chris's eyes. Oh God, how annoying would that be? Jesus. Todd. What about Todd? (laughs) Poor Todd. Sitting at home reading his emails. Reading about whales. Oh. (laughs) 
ride back to the cottage she just gushes about Chris it's Jesus. like fucking hell she doesn't even notice Enid hasn't said a word the whole time yeah Enid is quite obviously fucking miserable and, uh, uh, it really sounds awful yeah finally she apologises about Jess pouncing on Alex and Enid's like well who can blame him for choosing Aww. her over me and Liz is like you're just different to Jess <laughs> you have different styles that's all that's fucking I'll say <laughs> One way of putting it. But Enid sadly is rather pathetic, says, I give anything to have your looks. And Edith, Liz tries to reassure her and says, looks aren't everything, which is really what you want to hear. It's like, yes, I know I'm gorgeous, but you know. Yeah, and also it's a bit rich coming from someone who is gorgeous. It's like, yeah. well, shut up, you don't get it. Exactly, and she really doesn't. Yeah. And also, uh, as Enid rightly says, uh, well, they clearly are, because Chris didn't exactly fall for you because he knew your beautiful soul. Yeah, and, <laughs> very true, yeah. And Edith says she wishes she could take a magic pill and look like all the beautiful girls working at the spa. Oh, hmm. interesting. So she goes to bed and Liz ponders how beautiful everyone is at the spa. But how? There's trouble in paradise. They're not allowed to leave. Weird. And Katya looks sad. <laughs> is everything as perfect as it seems? The infinite sadness was a dead giveaway. Because <laughs> yeah, it would be. No, is everything perfect as it seems where somebody has infinite sadness in their eyes? <laughs> Can't be. <laughs> So, um, next day at dawn, Katya takes a group out for a morning run. Oh, sounds terrible. God. <laughs> Liz loves it, of course. Well, yeah. Alice, uh, singing my song, Alice wishes she was back in bed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then they reach the waterfall and because they've all, like, got their swimsuits under their clothes. Yeah. Uh, they go for a swim. Mm-hmm. And Alice chats with Katya, who seems very touched by Alice's attentions. Yeah. And Liz remembers that Katya looked sad when she mentioned her mother. So, maybe she's, like you know, missing her own mother. Yeah, that she's homesick or something. Because, yeah, she seems to really take to Alice. Yeah. And uh, when Liz asks, like, you know, you haven't seen your mom for a while. Can she come here to the spa? And Katya cracks and says she'll never see her mother again. (gasps) She ran away from home. Oh, no. And she asks, does the arm pat? And (laughs) asks if she can help. And understandably, Katya literally runs away into the undergrowth. Oh, yeah. She just, like, disappears (laughs) into the trees. Never to be seen again. Well, well, not really. Bear in mind, though, <laughs> they've been like led into this remote war. Yeah. <laughs> then she just ran off and leaves left them, them there. there. Good luck, suckers. <laughs> Two days later, they stagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, somehow they find their way back and they're greeted by Mrs. Mueller, mm-hmm. who gives out to Enid for sitting in the sun. In fairness, that's something they should. I mean, they're not wearing Factor 50. True. Um, it's not the, and Enid's not the only one who was sitting in the sun. So Mrs. Mueller books her in for a treatment to deal with her, quote, freckle problem. Boo. Mm. Freckles are great. And uh, Liz jokes that, you know, God, come on, you don't really want to do that, do you? But Enid is serious. Mm. She hopes she can treat her freckles. Or whatever treat she means, remove. And Liz is a bit disturbed by how much Enid seems to want to be transformed. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's unsettling. It's too much. It really is. So, <laughs> Lila and Jess are taking a mud bath. <laughs> but then Lila's distracted. Oh, God. And why? Handsome man has turned up. And where's he gone? Outside somewhere. <laughs> well, she kind of panics because they're in the nip in their uh, in their mud baths. And she's like, oh, God, what if he comes in here? But then she sees him going into the men's spa. And then she leaps out of the mud bath and insists on going in there into the men's spa, even though Jess is horrified because all the men will be naked. <laughs> I know. And Jess is like, I am not going with you. Absolutely not. And Li- Lila sneaks past, I don't know, the security. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. There must be someone, like, I don't know, manning the door. Would there be? No, there wouldn't. Like. Well, they probably clearly should be. Well, yeah, obviously they need These something. Sex pests <laughs> on the loose. Oh, God. Uh, so L- Lila 
rushes in and uh, nervous Jess waits for her. Mm. And then Lila runs out laughing. Oh, God. She didn't see her hunk. She didn't. Oh, she saw Randall and his even pudgier dad and she's really mean about us. Oh, Lila. Boo. Fuck off, Lila. <laughs> I mean, we love you sometimes. Make it we hard. So, she makes it so hard to love her sometimes. She really does. I mean, she's a terrible she? person. I think she that's... She is. Safe she safe. just has shining moments that we get all excited <coughs> about and then she ruins it again. I know. <laughs> Toying with her affections. Oh, well. Like yeah. Chris. Yeah. So Liz and Chris go on a picnic. Of course, everything is healthy. <laughs> and uh, Liz asks how old Chris is. He's 18. Oh. He says, oh, do you mind an older man? It's like, he's an adult. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm coughing. I'm so shocked. <laughs> this borderline dodginess. Oh, God. Yeah, so Elizabeth is like, uh, oh, sure. You know, I don't mind if you don't mind a younger woman. And then he and then he says that that creepy line. You don't seem young. Oh, <laughs> you seem older than your sister, even though I know you're the exact same age. No, like, no, nope, 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 nope. I hate all of this. Well, it works <laughs> it does. because they kiss. Oh no, poor Todd. Todd. <laughs> 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 we are more sympathetic to Todd than we ever have been. Before. True, yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile. Um, Enid calls in to Mrs. Mueller and ends up venting about Jess <gasps> stealing Alex. Yeah. And Mrs. Mueller agrees, girls like Liz and Jess get everything. I'm like the poor little sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Mrs. Mueller Oh shit. Starts asking her to imagine a peaceful scene. Oh dear. Yeah. So she yeah, she's like, think about the lapping of the ocean waves. Mm. An arm full of fresh, fragrant flowers. Oh, so relaxing. Yeah, Eve closes her eyes and allows her voice to like wrap around her. Ooh. And then it was as if the voice were inside her own head. <gasps> as if it came from her own consciousness. Oh God. Enid, can you hear me? <laughs> Enid felt herself floating outside of her body. <gasps> Fuck! She's in the sunken place! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, Enid! You're in so much trouble! Oh no! Get out! Oh, literally! Exactly! <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she starts um, being uh, urged to imagine a... Uh, Visualise basically being at home in Sweet Valley mm. and her mom giving out to her and blaming her for the divorce. Oh, no. And he's like, Well, no, this didn't happen, but it starts to seem so real. Yeah, and yeah, Tatiana's like, Oh, she's yelling and she's fed up with you. And she really kind of paints this picture of like a false memory of her mother giving her loads of shit. It's like, uh, She doesn't really love you. Yeah, she's oh, so selfish. Really, you're so and creepy. Then, <laughs> and then she says, I bring you back to Paradise Spa and you won't remember being hypnotized, <gasps> but the sensations will remain. Or words of that effect. Yeah, and Enid snaps out of it, and Mrs. Mueller says she can make her, she can make Enid beautiful if she follows Mrs. Mueller's regime. Oh, yeah, because Enid kind of when she snaps out of it feels like she's just after falling asleep or something, or that she drifted off for a she minute. Feels a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Mrs. Mueller says I can, uh, I can make you beautiful if you follow the regime and if you take these special vitamins. Interesting. Uh oh, hmm. she'll feel like a new person. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Katya approaches Liz and asks if she wants to hang out oh. and play frisbee golf. Cool. Liz's game and everyone joins in, including Randall, but not Enid, who Liz assumes is off having treatments and not being hypnotised by a <laughs> scary, crazy Austrian woman. 
Liz and Chris and Chris sneak a kiss during the game. She is so shameless about her cheating. She's like doing it in front of everybody, <laughs> more or less. Oh my god! And they end up the frisbee golf game takes them into a thicket, and Liz and Jess see a mysterious windowless building. Oh yeah, there's like a meadow and this like yeah strange kind of white building kind of over by the horizon, and they're like, oh what's that? But all the people that work there get super freaked. Oh, they totally do. They basically freeze in terror. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we're not meant to go this way. Yeah, they're like, oh it's private property. We better go. Get out of here, quick, quick, quick. And they kind of run away in the opposite direction. Even Liz cops that there's something this is kind of weird this. yeah and later on Enid is telling uh, Liz about her treatment so Liz tries to persuade her you know you don't need all this stuff and as they pass Mrs. Mueller's office they hear Mrs. Mueller giving out to somebody oh, no and she sounds angry she does yeah so she is yeah someone bursts out of the office and it's Katya yes in tears <gasps> And Liz wonders if this is something to do with that mysterious white building. Mm, yeah. And she says, oh, God, Mrs. Mueller sounds, you know, sounds a bit harsh. But Enid jumps to Mrs. Mueller's defence. She does. Very yeah. strongly. She reckons Katya is just oversensitive. Yeah. And uh, Liz is taken aback by the strength of Enid's feelings. And when Liz finds Katya and asks her about Mrs. Mueller, Katya seems terrified. Yeah, she just doesn't want to talk about it at all. And she just kind of, does she kind of run off as well? She's, yeah, she's... Of course she does. She's extremely weird about it all. Yeah, so something is, is really obviously up. Yeah. So at dinner, they're all joking around. Alice jokes about yoga. And Liz says, tells Edith she loves this time of day when, you know, when they were all just hanging out and having fun. And... um. She feels bad that Katya seems to have a mother issues, basically. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my old mother is a, is a piece of work. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. And Liz, Liz is a bit like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, that's not true. You have a great relationship. Yeah. Uh, but Katya is still looking sadly at Alice all the time. <laughs> and Liz asks Alice to be a grown up and says, look, I think there's something up with Katya. Yeah. You know, she needs a kindly adult. And Alice says, oh, yeah, of course I will. Hmm. But then somebody else is staring at Alice. Yeah. <gasps> Who could it be? No. <laughs> Fucking Tatiana. <laughs> Looking at Alice with an almost cruel gaze. Oh, weird. Da, da, da. But then when she sees Elizabeth looking at her, she kind of smiles in acknowledgement and turns away. Oh. Elizabeth has a chill run down her spine. As do we. <laughs> oh, God, Lord. So, of course, Liz hangs out with Chris and has a split second of guilt about Todd. Like, barely a split second. I mean, a tiny millisecond <laughs> the tiniest she's like after all this was just a week's vacation one week out of time it's like no no it's what? still cheating that's not how it works still cheating it, doesn't get, it was only a week <laughs> it was a week out of time it doesn't count <laughs> I think it does Liz I'm pretty sure it does well yeah she's uh, she's convinced herself quite quite successfully yeah. and she asks him again about this white building when he brushes it off and uh, then she kisses him again. <laughs> um, so uh, later, she and Jess are just, they're talking about this and they are totally unashamed about their cheating ways. Oh, completely. It's so it's funny. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's not even an issue. None. It's just, it's gas. It's so funny. I mean, it's like they're open-minded, I guess, but like Todd and Ken have no idea about <laughs> They don't know. It's not fair. <laughs> and Jessica doesn't get why Liz is getting a bit freaked out about the spa. She's yeah. like, it's just a magical place. Mm -hmm. So next day, Alice approaches Katya in the garden and says, this place is so beautiful. It's like the Garden of Eden, which of course means Katya can say, but it has its serpent. Ooh. <laughs> Dramatic <laughs> line. And she admits that Alice and the twins remind her what it was like with her and her mom in happier times. Yeah. And she ran away, tells Alice that she ran away from home because her mom remarried. Mm-hmm. 
And it wasn't like anything was particularly bad, but it was like they didn't have any time for her anymore. Yeah, because she has an older brother, but he was in college at the time. So it's like he was he was out of the way, but she wasn't kind of. And she felt like she was getting in the way. And yeah, yeah. this is why she ran off. And Alice says, well, you know, you can still get in touch with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you like I'm sure she'll be delighted to, to see you and, and talk to you. Yeah. But Katya's like, no, Mrs. Mueller needs me. So Alice is like, uh, okay, I really think you should call your mother. Yeah, she's like, I can't go home again, ever. And it's like, no, you, I mean, just like call her, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Katya runs away. Of course, yes. And Alice feels sad. But then, Mrs. Mueller approaches Alice and praises her beauty once more. Oh my God, calm down. I know, she says that Alice like a walking ad for the spa. If only we could keep you here forever. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh dear. And then Alice asks if they met before and Mrs. Mueller's are like, ah, I seem familiar to you. <laughs> and she's like, well, yes, that's what I'm saying. Pretty much, that's kind of what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tatiana insists, no, we don't know each other. I spent my childhood in Europe and mm. I didn't go anywhere near SVU. Yeah. Must be mistaken identity. And Alice is like, oh, okay, I guess so. Mrs. Mueller then goes off to give Enid another treatment. Mm. And she hypnotises her again. Oh my God, <laughs> stop it. And it is bad. It is. She convinces her that when she was 13, a boy didn't like her and her mother taunted her and oh, said she was Jesus, ugly. Jesus, yeah. So she, yeah, she keeps planting all these like weird memories in Ina's brain and uh, kind of turning her against her mom. It's mm. really bad. And Elizabeth, because she says that, you know, oh, your mother was taunting you, but then you had to, quote, watch Elizabeth reign supreme on the social scene. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's not an inaccurate depiction. I mean, yeah. They do have a lot of uh, crownings. They were... Uh, Voted most popular. <laughs> That's true. They literally were <laughs> joined most popular. Of course. Um, so she tells Enid that she wants to change. Enid wants to change everything about her appearance. Yeah. And then when Enid is snapped out of the trance, she feels weird. But she tells Mister M- Mrs. Mueller she wants to quote, be a different person. <gasps> She's like, can you help me? Mm, of course you can. Uh oh. So Liz asks Katya again about getting in touch with her mother and but then Katya gives a slightly zombie-ish like speech about how, how great paradise is. I'm happy here. Yeah, it's very strange. And Liz notices that Katya's eyes keep sort of going nervously towards Mrs. Mueller. Mm-hmm. She's everywhere, this bitch. Oh yeah, my she's God. just like popping up behind things going, hello, my <laughs> radiant beauty. <laughs> Let me feel your face. <laughs> you are like Helen of Troy <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah Liz realises that Tatiana doesn't want or that Katya doesn't want Miss Mueller to hear her talking and her suspicion grows mm. and her suspicion grows even more at dinner because she notices that Enid isn't eating her full meal and is just eating some special vitamin for redheads <laughs> what the fuck yeah she sees her swallow a pill and asks what it is and Enid's like oh it's a vitamin supplement especially for redheads <laughs> and Elizabeth quite reasonably is like do you think that's a good idea seeing as it wasn't a doctor that prescribed them yes <laughs> like, oh. and he's like of course it is yeah. I'm off I'm going to do another workout and uh, then Lila heads uh, spots her hunk and runs off to, to get him <laughs> but she crashes into Katya <laughs> and the mystery man literally runs away from Lila who can blame him I know <laughs> she's a walking disaster <laughs> and uh, Liz sees Katya is crying oh so, you know, it's just this little accident has set her off, yeah. of course. And Liz is really worried about Ina taking the spa too seriously. You know, she's not eating. She's having all the, going for all these workouts. She's obsessively doing aerobics and stuff. Yeah. But then Ina accuses Liz of not wanting to, Ina to be as beautiful as her. <gasps> 
And he, horrified, Liz, defends herself. She's like, I just meant you shouldn't deal with the breakup by focusing on your looks. Yeah. And he's like, you don't get it. Which is true. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can totally see where Ian's coming from because she's just like, you don't, you literally don't get it. You've always mm. been the prettiest girl in town. Literally like, voted. All, yeah, all I want is a chance to get the kind of attention you and Jessica take for granted. Is that so bad? And Liz is bothered by this for about a split second, but then she forgets all about her because she goes up to find Chris. Of course. Don't dry hump him in a cave or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> in a thicket. <laughs> so uh, Jess has, is, is planning to meet Alex in the steam room, but beforehand she persuades Lila to join her for a dip. Hmm. Uh, what a great location, a steam room where you camp, you get slightly lightheaded yeah. with, the, with the fumes. That would not be my first choice. No. <laughs> um, so she decides she's going to peek in the steam room while Lila takes a dip and uh, she thinks she sees Alex slumped in a seat. But it's not Alex. <gasps> Uh-oh. What is it? There was no response. The figure was still <gasps> silent. Fearfully, Jessica drew nearer. It's not a body, she told herself, her teeth chattering. It can't be a body. It was a body! <laughs> Murder! The there, dead person! There's been a murder! <laughs> <laughs> We're not oh. in Taggart country now! <laughs> yeah! And it's Katya! It's Katya, she's dead! Poor Katya. Jessica screams, as well she might. Yeah. And Liz and Chris hear this and they stop uh, feeling each other up <laughs> and they run to the pool and everyone's there and Mrs. Mueller runs to the body and Liz says, uh, don't! You know, we need to call an ambulance. Don't touch her, call an ambulance, Jesus. And the <laughs> yeah. police. And there's no sign of an injury. So Mrs. Mueller says, oh, she had a heart condition. Shouldn't have been in the steam room. Oh, well. Must have mm. died of a heart attack. And Liz's like, what? she had a heart attack, heart condition. Why was she working at a like, fitness centre? Yeah, especially because Katya was, like, wasn't even out of breath when they went for that big dawn run. And yeah. It was too, like, yeah. And, and didn't just mention, like, this... oh, I shouldn't do this. Mm. I might have an easily it, triggered yeah, heart. It very much does not add up. And uh, as Mrs. Muir takes a t- out a tissue to comfort one of Katya's sobbing colleagues, a tiny bit of paper falls to the ground. Hmm. And Liz sees it before Mrs. Muir snatches it up. And what does what does it say, this note? Uh, oh. It's addressed to none other. Oh, yes. Than Alice. It's right, yeah. Mrs. Wakefield, please meet me in the steam room. <gasps> it's like the first line, but that's all that Liz can see. Yes. In the few seconds she has. So Liz mm. thinks that Katya must have written this note and Mrs. Mueller intercepted it. God damn. What is happening? Um, so uh, J- Liz is freaked out and so is Jess as well. She might be because she literally found a dead body. I mean, yeah, that's pretty traumatic. <laughs> and she's also a bit freaked out by the fact Alex doesn't seem that bothered. Alex and Chris are very chill about the whole thing. Hmm. Like Jessica is shaking as well she might. Yeah. Like, um, But the two lads are just kind of, oh, it's terrible. Sorry to see that. And it's like, you know, what about the fact that she's dead? Are it's you not bothered at all? No, it sort of feels mechanical. Yeah, it's weird. And as he kisses her, because of course she's not going to let finding a corpse but a <laughs> dent in her love life, she thinks that Alex is so perfect, he almost seemed less than human. Oh my goodness. So, uh, you know, even Jessica's getting a bit freaked out now. So... Liz shares her fears with Alice, who's like, well, look, Mrs. Newton would have known about this heart thing. You know, it must be true. And uh, I'm off to bed. Uh, <laughs> Nothing suspicious here. All fine. Yeah. So Liz decides to head out for a walk and somehow finds herself heading to the staff quarters mm-hmm. and somehow finds herself inside Catch's room. Jesus, she suddenly found herself a lot of places. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's just a natural sleep. Yeah, she just happened to have a flashlight with her as well. It oh, all yeah. worked out really nicely. Who doesn't walk around with a torch? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so the room is practically bare. There's just a photo of what must be Catch's mother and a few paperbacks. Mm. Liz picks one up. 
and find something tucked inside. Yeah. So a little piece of paper falls out <gasps> of the paperback. Yes. And uh, she notices that it's a job advertisement. Yes. It says, want to be beautiful? <gasps> and that it's an ad for the job at Paradise. Yeah, spend the summer working in a luxurious spa while you partake <gasps> of all we have to offer. Mm. So she realises this must be where Katya found out about the spa. Yeah. And notices the name of the magazine is Manford House. She's never heard of it. Mm. So she decides that somebody has got to avenge Katya's low Yeah, because she's still very suspicious and reckons this does not add up at all. Yes. Meanwhile, Enid has found a compact mirror and is looking at her boring old face. <laughs> then... It's like her face sort of swirls into a perfect, radiant, beautiful Ooh, face. Elegant features. Yes. And she thinks this could be her because Mrs. Mueller mm-hmm. has made her an offer. And that offer is an operation. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Plastic surgery. Uh-oh. Um, it could solve all her problems. Her mom mightn't understand why. But Mrs. Mueller does. Maybe Enid will stay with Mrs. Mueller. <gasps> Forever. Maybe she will. So the next day, the mood is subdued. But they still got to start the day with some step aerobics, for fuck's sake. Jeez. Like, somebody's literally Get your leg warmers on, gals. <laughs> Maybe they're black because you're mourning. But we are still going to do some step aerobics. Liz, is, in fairness, isn't up to it. So she just, she sends, um, she mails Olivia, who was somehow still at the Oracle office, even though nobody's at school. Yeah, or she reckons that Olivia would be the type to just kind of pop in to like the Elizabeth. office and, and check emails and stuff, like she would as well. It's also gas because she kind of says that uh, after dialing Eliz- Olivia Davidson's email address, because you dial <laughs> That's email how addresses. Yes. That's how it was back then. Even then. <laughs> God, 1995 was the year I got my first email address. They gave it to undergraduates when oh, I started I was say college year. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think even I said dialing anybody. Dialing an email address <laughs> on a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> so she asks Olivia to look up Manford House on Infomax, Ooh. which is basically LexisNexis, which is real. Oh, okay. Um, so it was this sort of pre-World Wide Web um, like database, database thing yeah. of news of media stuff and okay. court things. So it, it, I mean, the, it's clearly what they're drawing on there. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it turns out that Jess had already used, presumably in a previous book, to save, to find information that saved Jessica from a man who made his living swindling women. Okay. <laughs> what was he going to get out of Jessica? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Olivia gets back to her really quickly and she's found out that Manford House is a shelter for runaways. Ooh. And they produce an in-house magazine that's distributed among youth centres and such like. Um, and she says that Liz can access Infomax from... Um, Remotely. Yeah. And Liz realises, wow, if that's where they're, she was advertising, maybe some of the other inmates, I mean, <laughs> staff mates, are runaways. Yeah. So she goes to Chris, and I don't know why this is so funny, she just goes, Chris, are you a runaway? <laughs> I know, it's like, I have to ask you a personal question. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> runaway, like, what are you doing? And then his answer is equally hilarious. Because he... <laughs> she goes, Yes. I'm, I'm a, a runaway. runaway. <laughs> <laughs> what says that? Oh, you need to expect someone to pop out of a bush and go, did someone say runaway? <laughs> You're like, too, I'm a runaway. <laughs> um, but he, so he admits, oh, this is sad. He's a high school dropout. He had told her he was on a gap year, basically, oh, beforehand. Yeah. But he's from an abusive home oh. and he's just trying to forget his past. Yeah. And he admits Alex has run away too. <gasps> Interesting. But he, he seemed a bit cagey uh, as Gen. So this is just like, Yeah, he changes up. the subject as soon as he can. Like, it's... Um, 
So Liz heads back to the cottage where Enid already looks slimmer. Like it's been about two days. It's the only way she's slimmer is if no she has length. basically <laughs> shat out her entire Jesus <laughs> and sweated every uh, yeah. drop of water. Those, those vitamins are laxatives. Oh, that makes sense. That's what it is. Um, so Enid's mom rings, but Enid refuses to talk to her. And it's Ooh, really snappy. And she's been really turned against her at this stage. Yeah. yeah. So she tries to talk to Enid about the runaway recruitment, but Enid's like, Miss Muna's just very kind. Mm, yeah, she's immediately defensive of her, like, straight away. Mm. So Enid go or Liz goes to Miss Muna's office. Is like, how did the post-mortem go on? Oh, catch it. Did they find out, confirm what caused it? And yeah. Miss Muna was like, oh, there won't be one. That is not for her to decide. No, no. Like, you don't have a say in that. Yeah, she's like, circumstances don't warrant one. It's like, you're not a cop. What are you doing? And also, if somebody dies suddenly, there is an automatic post-mortem. Like, it's just everything. Or maybe there was and she's just not telling her. Oh, good point. But then I think they probably investigate. Well, that's true too. By the way, we never find out how she killed her. Just told Dummy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Sorry, that was a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, by the way. (laughs) God, she was murdered <laughs> by Miss Muner. <laughs> but don't worry, Miss Muner's people are tricks up her sleeve. It's all okay. <laughs> uh, so at the pool, Lila's all bored. I'm just like, I don't understand why, because so many things have happened. Like, I met Alex, I found a corpse. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, a lot has happened. <laughs> but then Lila sees her dream man. <gasps> He's back. And she makes a move. She is. She's like, this time I'm not letting him get away. <laughs> God help him. So she makes a beeline for him. Mm, but it doesn't go well. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh. oh. <laughs> she just kind of, yeah, she just goes up to him and says, hi, I'm Lila. Is this taken? Like gesturing to the sun lounger beside him. And uh, he says, uh, oh, it's all yours. And she kind of is like, wait, what? What did you say? And he said, it's all yours. But she kind of, there's something weird and she can't quite put her finger on it for a second. And then realises, that squeaky Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> it could like, belong to that face. It's all yours. That body. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lila is discombobulated. Yeah, she's not having it. Uh, so she can't bear it. And she runs away. And Jess is really amused because all the trauma of finding a corpse is over. <laughs> and Lila's like, oh, I guess since we're stuck here, let's go a robicide. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I like her again. If we must. Yeah. <laughs> so later Liz has decided to have a little memorial event for Katja at the waterfall. By event it's just they walk there. Yeah. I thought there was going to be some sort of ceremony. But also Liz is so fucking like <laughs> traumatised by the whole thing but like she literally knew Katja for two days. Yeah. Well I mean I mean it is like she did see a I know, person. but it's also she's acting like she was her best friend or something. True, true. At the same time. Um, she's more upset than to catch his actual friends. Yeah. So they walk with some of the staffers who want to pay tribute and it turns out they were also runaways. Mm. But they don't mind uh, not seeing their families ever again because their families were awful. And Liz asks, well, you know, you know, I guess you can save a lot working here. But they're like, oh, we don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, lads? <laughs> uh, so she's like, what? So people aren't allowed to leave the grounds. Mm. They don't get paid anymore money yeah it's like a prison Elizabeth is like you work for free and then Lulu who's one of the waitresses is like well for room and board it's a great deal when you think what she saved us from mm. bit suspicious so uh, Liz is is very freaked out she just thinks she, you know it's a bit of a coincidence that every single person it's quite strange yes. yeah <laughs> So uh, next time Enid has another session Meanwhile sorry Enid has another session With Mrs. Mueller Who's like You won't be happy at home You're an outsider there But I can Make you perfect Oh Jesus And Enid's like I'm ready Oh no (laughs) What So they're at the Back to the The 
guys at the waterfall. Um, Liz tells Jessica about Chris and Alex and Jess's like, oh, I knew there was something up with Alex, but now I'm relieved to know he's just a runaway. Yeah, she's just like, oh, that must be what it is. That's what that weird vibe is. That's and it. It's, it's all like, fine. Well, yeah, but that is quite serious. Like, they've all run away from home. They've, they've obviously got Issues something's and, wrong yeah. and uh, I think Miss Muir is hiding something and I think Katja was murdered <gasps> just like ha 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 there's no reason for thinking that <laughs> and she's trying to persuade uh, Jess or Liz is trying to persuade Jess when they're distracted by Mrs Fowler calling for Alice oh because where'd she go she disappeared oh, no. <laughs> where'd you go Alice and, it's uh, 10 o'clock do you know where your mother is <laughs> no <laughs> They don't. So Liz and Jess race to Mrs. Mueller, who dismisses their panic, their panic, because sometimes guests seek adventure on their own. Yeah, she reckons Alice has just gone for a walk just to get away from these fucking bunch, I mean, bunch of head wrecks. Is fair enough, in fairness <laughs> yeah. to her. And Liz is like, no, she wouldn't go without saying anything. We need to find her. And Mrs. Mueller laughs it off. So the twins go back to their room and they try to call the co- to call Ned. Yeah, but the line. <gasps> Is oh, dead. Line is down. <gasps> so they, they decide Liz will find a working phone and Jess will go to Mrs. Mueller and tell her that the phones aren't working. Yeah. And the Fowlers will search the grounds. Mm-hmm. And Liz is like, okay, look, as soon as we find mom, I'm leaving this place. It's fucked up. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. So when Jess goes up to Mrs. Mueller's office, she hears her talking on the phone. <laughs> so her phone when, is working. But when she goes in, Mrs. Mueller says, oh no, no, the phones have gone down. Mm. So Jess knows something is wrong. Yeah. So she hides behind a plant. So good. <laughs> I can imagine that visual. So good. <laughs> and she waits for Mrs. Mueller to leave. Yeah. But then she sneaks into her phone, or her office. Yeah. And the phone is working. It is. And uh, by the way, Mrs. Mueller doesn't lock her office door. Oh, I think she does. But Jessica comes in a window. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, Sorry. she's yeah, because while she while she's uh, camouflaged by a plant, <laughs> she sees Tatiana locking up the office, so she goes around the side of the building and climbs in a window. Oh, okay, I I, I stand corrected. I was <laughs> wasn't giving Tatiana enough credit in her escape. There you go. <laughs> so she gets into the room and she rings Ned, but there's no answer. So she says, "Call look if you call us back. If you can't get through to us, call the police." Yeah, sensible. Mm-hmm. But then she sees something on the bookshelf. Mm. What could it be? Why, there's a, a slim, deep purple volume. Ooh. It's a Sweet Valley University yearbook. From the year Alice graduated. Interesting. There, and she flicks through it. <laughs> and there is Alice under, of course, most popular most girl popular. Well, there's Alice's name. <gasps> because <laughs> Jessica oh. stared at the hole where the photo had been. Oh my God. As chilled as if she were looking at a ghost. Oh. Why did Mrs. Mueller have Jessica's mother's old yearbook? And why had she cut out Alice's face? Da, da, da. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> it's only beginning. <laughs> so Liz finds Chris in the spa shop and she's he's like, I need to use the phone. He's yeah. like, oh no, it's not working. Mm. Uh, just do what Mrs. Mueller says and wait. But she's like, okay, this is wrong. She's, yeah, she's like, look, my mother is missing. What the fuck? <laughs> and then she thinks maybe it was the phone was broken, not the phone line. So yeah. she reaches behind the sofa to pull out the phone jack and put her email. Yeah. Um, this is really good thinking on, on Liz's It behalf, actually is. Yeah. Because when she reaches behind there, she realises that the phone cable has been cut. <gasps> Very suspicious. So suspicious. So she mails her dad, but of course she doesn't give any details. So that's not very clever. <laughs> she's just like, there's something wrong. And that's it. Yeah, it's like she'd logged on and sent an email message to her father requesting an immediate reply. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just tell him what's yeah. happened. Um, but then she, she, while she's waiting for her dad to get back to her, she thinks of Enid and she decides to go to the medicine section of uh, the internet. <laughs> the Infomax uh, internet. <laughs> in, Infomax, yes. And, decide, and realises that you can 
put a list of things and the computer, the computer, <laughs> will tell you what these things have in common. So she puts it <laughs> in its treatments. Yeah. Like vitamins and special red-haired hair treatments. <laughs> what do these things have in common? And what is the answer? Plastic surgery, <laughs> I guess. Why? <laughs> like, no, but okay. Yeah, I'm buying it. I, I mean, will buy everything look, from it here got her there. In. It was ridiculous, but it got her there. Yes. Got her where she needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> so Liz knows, okay, what, what is happening? Mrs. Mueller is clearly priming her for some sort of weird surgery. Oh, God. So when the Fowlers get back, they haven't been able to find Liz or Alice. Liz tells them, Everything is, is something's really wrong yeah. here. Um, maybe Alice found out that Mrs. Mueller was exploiting runaways. Runaways, yeah. And she threatened to stop her. Mm. And Mrs. Mueller has like kidnapped her, basically. And meanwhile, it's a non-action, it's a non-stop action from here on in. <laughs> it really kicks off at this Jess point. is back in the office. She looks at the staff files, but she sees that everybody has a file, but the files are labelled before... <gasps> And after. Oh my goodness. Before and after what, Karen? <laughs> Again, the answer is... Oh, plastic surgery! <laughs> That's it, because she pulls out Alex's file and sees the before photo and it's like an average looking kid with brown eyes and somewhat darker hair. There was resemblance to Alex, but only a subtle one because <gasps> they have completely different noses, cheekbones, even different chins. Look at hell. Yeah. And uh, there's even a file for Edith with... A computer-generated image. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> my God, whispered Jessica, this is what Edith would look like after plastic surgery. <laughs> and then the door opens. <gasps> yeah, she hears someone coming in. And Who could it be? We don't know because it goes to the next chapter. <laughs> but then it reveals. Oh, yeah, it's Mrs. Mueller. Oh, no, it's not. No. <laughs> It's Enid. Anticlimax. Before Enid. <laughs> yes, very much before. But when Jessica tells her, like, look, Miss Mueller has a plan for you. She's going to give you plastic surgery. Enid's all like, isn't it wonderful? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jessica realises Enid's eyes are glazed. Oh, no, she's been brainwashed. And normally she'd have encouraged Enid to do something daring and wild. But oh, this is crazy. This is too much. <laughs> and she's really freaked out. Because oh, Enid's all like, isn't it amazing? Isn't I'm going to be so perfect. <laughs> So uh, Liz tells the Fowlers that she's going to go back to the waterfall and look for uh, Alice. And because Grace Fowler is kind of crap, she's like, okay, child, go off into the woods. No, it's like, off you go on your own, be grand. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jessica arrives and tells what she's found. And this is, so much happens in this scene. There's a beep on the uh, on the computer that reveals Liz has mail. It's from Ned. And he's out of the office. But he says her mail was confusing. Uh, is something wrong? And then he's like, oh, and by the way, I remember Tatiana Mueller. <sighs> so apparently they did go to college with her. She lived down the hall from your mom. How the fuck did they forget this? In the dorm junior year. It's like, seriously, how many Tatiana Mueller's have you come across in your life? Who so, apparently worshipped Alice. Oh, God. How did Alice not remember I know, and everybody was really mean to her and called her Tatty Mule because she was so homely and pathetic. By the way, Ned doesn't say, obviously I tried to stop this. I know. But then he was in on it. Bunch of assholes. Oh my, well, are we surprised? Mm. Like, parents like children. I guess. And yeah, she, uh, last thing, last I heard, she went to medical school. It's like, <laughs> God, you've certainly remembered a lot. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's all come flooding back, has it? <laughs> but now, the, the cutout yearbook makes sense. Mrs. Mueller went to medical school. She must have been doing the operations on her 
Butterway hugs herself. <laughs> Horrified, Jess realises. <laughs> Such a good line. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, do you want to read it out? Okay. Oh, we could both say it. We could. <laughs> Mrs. Mueller wants to trade places with mom. She wants to trade faces with mom. Face off, baby. Oh my God. As my notes say, this is the best book ever. <laughs> Fantastic. So they realise Alice must be in danger Uh-oh. and so might Liz because she's gone off to look for it. Exactly. So Alice wakes up strapped to a gurney oh in some God. sort of cave. Jesus. <laughs> she has no idea what's happened. And Mrs. Muter, or Dr. Muter, as Ooh. she now is, as we realise, <laughs> comes in and gives a fucking amazing speech Oh God! about Alice's beautiful face. Jesus. And how perfect it is. <laughs> how she's dreamed of her face for so many years. Yes. Soon it will be my own. Oh my God. And as the anaesthetic mask clamps down on Alice's face, she's like, Tatty Mew. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Alice. Hoist by her own petard. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe you should have been nicer to her. Maybe. Jesus, yeah. yeah. I mean, she has taken it a bit far. But... Mm. Uh, uh, so at the waterfall, Liz remembers the last place she saw Alice, which was when she was standing right at the water, putting yeah. her hand into the spray. Mm-hmm. She does so herself. But then something grabs her ankle and pulls no, no. her through the water. Ah. And she fears she's drowning. But then she realises she's been pulled into a cave. <laughs> so there's, there's a cave <laughs> in behind the waterfall. Of course there is. <laughs> but the person who pulled her into the cave is Chris. Oh no. And not only is it Chris, <laughs> he is wearing... A lab coat. He's Dr. Chris now. As my notes say. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> he's in full henchman mode. She realises he's literally one of Mrs. Mueller's henchmen. Fantastic. And he's like, you're coming with me. Mrs. Mueller is expecting you. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. So at the cottage, back at the cottage, Lila, Mrs. Fowler and Jessica are looking for torches faffing around for about five years. <laughs> that Edith turns up. And she dismisses Jessica's fears and keeps saying, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, everything's God. fine. Oh, Edith. Jessica tries to literally shake her out of the <laughs> She's like, forget it. Let's just go. Yeah. Because for a second, it looks like Edith's sort of coming back. Yeah. But no, joy. And then she's like, no, Liz won't be at the waterfall. She'll be at the white building. Ooh, at the clinic. Yeah. Oh, the clinic. Which Jessica yeah. then realises is the white building. Or, yeah. Yes. And Mrs. Fowler goes off to call the cops, leaving the actual children... <laughs> To pursue uh, the homicidal plastic surgeon. Sure. Why well not? done, Grace. <laughs> you were a great, a shitty mother. Oh, God. Oh, no, she wasn't, actually. She was kept for Oh, that's from true. Her child. Yeah, George was the shitty one. True. Sorry, Grace. <laughs> Though this is quite irresponsible. <laughs> so, back at the, the tunnel that leads to the clinic, Chris is dragging Liz along. Oh, my God. And then they go through some fancy, like, digital door into the white building and all the hunky staff members out there doing science stuff <laughs> in their lab coats yeah. it's amazing they're like bent over some papers they've got beakers stuff. and stuff oh god it's <laughs> fucking brilliant it's quite the setup it really is this is the greatest book ever <laughs> um, and he takes Liz into an office where Mrs. Mueller is waiting for her <laughs> and brazen Liz is like you've been explaining runaways and Alice was going to stop you they're like, ah, 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 you don't know the half of it. True. <laughs> Very true. And then a remote controlled door opens to reveal 
an operating theatre, basically. Uh, uh, uh. I don't think it's even an operating theatre. No, it's just another medical room. <laughs> There's more madness after this. <laughs> and Liz realises, oh my God, uh, you're going to do plastic surgery on Edith and you are the surgeon yourself. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Buter proudly reveals she operated on all her staff. So now she is surrounded by beauty at Jesus. all times. Oh, God. I think she's a bit more speechifying. Yeah. Um, she says she got the, the the young runaways to help Marguerite practices practice her craft. She's trained. She Marguerite. was training Marguerite. Yeah, so the runaways were all practice, but obviously she was good from the get go because they're all stunning. Like. Yeah, there's no like wonky looking ones. Unless there's a bunch of hideous ones locked away in a room somewhere in the white building, which there may well be. Oh god, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So Liz realizes that the new faces make it even harder for the kids to go home, even oh, if they no. haven't been hypnotized, which they have, yeah. because nobody would recognize them. <gasps> And Mrs. Mueller was like, they are literally reborn. Jesus. They love it. <laughs> Liz realised she's totally fucking insane. She's a mad woman. <laughs> she, she's really worried about Alice. Yeah. So Mrs. Mueller is like, oh, I will show you with my next step. <laughs> and she takes her into an operating theatre and the walls of which are covered <laughs> with giant pictures of oh Alice. Huge blow-up photographs, both colour and black and white, Ooh. of Alice Wakefield. <laughs> it's like a cross between like a stalker room yeah. and a medical centre. Pretty much, yeah. yeah pretty practical. <laughs> uh, so Mrs. Mueller waxes lyrical about Alice again. Oh my God, she's obsessed. And she reveals that she idolised Alice. She tried to emulate her beauty, but the surgery went wrong, leaving her hideously scarred. No. So she decided to train to be the best surgeon in the world so she could train somebody else <laughs> to be the second best surgeon It's quite in the, world. the long game. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and uh, that's Marguerite. And Miss Mueller wants to be transformed into Alice. She will be her twin! Oh my god! <laughs> but I need to see her in person first, so I decided to take her here for a spa holiday. That's it, she needed to see what she looks like now because she had all photos of her from the college yearbook. Yeah, that one she too. She needed to see how she aged. <gasps> so uh, then she wheel, Marguerite wheels Alice in on the gurney and Liz screams. Oh my god. So meanwhile in the woods, Lila just got lost. Jess is crying. Oh Lila's basically saying, grow the fuck off. Snap out of it. <laughs> yeah. And she drags her off and they basically find the building. By the way, Enid's just like with them. Yeah, she's just kind of tagging along, all yeah. brainwashed. <laughs> and then the door is open. The security is terrible at this place. Mm-hmm. And they march in, but Alice and Alex and Chris and Jess is like, where's the operating theatre? Yeah. Chris the buffoon looks in the direction <laughs> of the operating <laughs> Oh, Chris, you goon. Yeah. <laughs> so the girls just run off there with the boys in hot pursuit. Mm-hmm. And in the operating theatre, Mrs. Mueller holds Liz back as she tries to get to Alice. And she's like, well, now you know the truth. You might have to have an accident. Oh, no. Uh, maybe that perfect twin is, maybe Alice is going to vanish and be left with just one daughter. <laughs> so uh, she wields a scalpel. Oh, no. Liz realises she has to fight for her life. Oh, Jesus. And then the others burst in. <laughs> It's like Scooby-Doo or something, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh my so God, really is. <laughs> um, and they're seized by Chris and Alex. Oh no! But Enid just stands there like a lever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because Liz, she's trying to talk to Chris and trying to get through to him because yes. he's all like in zombie mode, basically. Yeah, she's like, um, do the right thing. So she's like, don't listen to her. You know, it's wrong. She's planning to kill my mother. Like, she killed Katya. It's wrong. It's evil. Don't let her make an accomplice out of you. Um, and she's like, you know, you have a choice and you, you you don't have to do what she tells you and all this. But eventually, like he's just still there staring at her. But all the things she's saying actually get through to Enid. <gasps> she springs into action. Springs into action. <laughs> she like wrestles Amazingly. the scalpel out of Mrs. Mueller's 
grip go on Enid and cries let her go yeah. or let them go sorry she just oh yeah, yeah, yeah in her old strong <gasps> voice wow and so how that works for the boys too it kind of snaps them out of it yeah, so they I'm, run over and uh, like pin down Mrs. Mueller yeah, yeah. and then Enid goes we're free <laughs> but of course the, finally the police turn up and apparently uh, Lulu Helps them helped them find the clinic because she'd recently been selected by Mrs. Mueller for special training, oh, so Jesus. she knew how to get in. And Alice wakes up and is all like, "Why, why?" And Tatiana <laughs> gives another speech. Oh God! Oh here, <laughs> she loves an old speech, doesn't she? She gives her a final speech. She goes. I can never a thousand lifetimes make you understand. Have you not been beautiful since the day you were born? It was different for me. A misbegotten homely child. To be so cruelly passed over when nature was distributing her gifts. And then, as even further punishment, as mother, to have a mother whose remarkable beauty was celebrated throughout Europe. That the prisoner sank wearily into a chair before continuing her narrative. The more the police letting her oh do this. Oh my God. <laughs> take her away. She goes on and on about how, yes, my mother did allow me to tag along with her travels. But she ignored me, and when her attention did turn my way, Mrs. Mueller's shoulders shook. It was only to ridicule me for my plainness in front of her glamorous friends. <laughs> Where is she from now? <laughs> and then she talks about how she ended up in Sweet Valley. I counted you, Alice Robertson. All at once, my dream began to foc- come into focus. The other students had no use for ugly, tatty mule. Oh, God. <laughs> but they blocked easily around you. Every joy of life was at your fingertips. You were the golden girl, the loveliest girl in California. And then and there, I vowed. By the way, I could actually speak German. I could do a better Austrian accent. Than <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Someday, I would look just oh. like you. <laughs> I, too, would be proud and confident, loved and admired. That was quite the journey. <laughs> Not even a good Austrian accent. We were all over the map there. I know. And then, she's finally the police go, come on. Jesus, take her out of here. For 10 minutes. <laughs> and she's dragged up. And last, her eyes, sparkling with tears, settled in Alice Wakefield's face. Farewell, my other, truer, better self. Oh my God. And that's it. <laughs> it's amazing. She's wheeled off. And that's it for her. Off she goes. Wow. So the gang head back to the cottage and they're like, eh, why don't we just stay the night? I was like, you'd be like, fuck this, I'm going home. Like, I don't Hello. care how late it is. <laughs> Mam was almost murdered, let's leave. Yes, somebody was murdered. <laughs> and now the owner of this bar has been arrested yeah. for murder. Yeah. And Edith is like, oh my God, she hypnotised me and she made me feel she was on her side. And Liz is like, well, that's what she does. Yeah. And Edith feels guilty about being persuaded to hate her mother. But Liz is like, look, you saved everybody. Also, Mrs. Mueller was clearly very good at hypnotising yeah she took advantage of the fact that you were kind of vulnerable in the state you were in and yeah she's like it's not Ian's fault yeah and the next day the staff are just wandering aimlessly around the place yeah but what's so funny is that everyone gets up expecting breakfast to be like made for them and it's like why why these staff weren't even paid why are they even still here (laughs) (laughs) but when Alice reminds them that they're free instead they're just like uh Oh, we're free, we're free. Literally, crying, it's, we're free, we're free. It's a ding-dong, the witch is dead kind of moment, isn't it? Yes, and <laughs> yeah. of course they still serve the Wakefields. They're, they're <laughs> natural masters. They, still they get serve them their feast. Fresh squeezed orange juice. It's like, make your own goddamn orange juice. No, <laughs> It's like, they're not, they're not your, you're not their servants. No. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Jess bids farewell to Alex, who's all, oh, I guess I'm going back to my parents and they're a bit weird because I have an entirely new face now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he literally winks. That says, but it's not so bad being handsome. 
So it's so pretty fucking weird, all of this, but okay. I've been hypnotized and brainwashed. Maybe I still have. I guess it's fine. Yeah. Okay, bye. And Liz bids farewell to Chris, who of course credits her with saving him from Mrs. Mueller. And he's like, and she's like, eh, would it come to your senses eventually? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I, I have to tell you, I, I have someone waiting for me at home. And he's like, oh, right, yeah. She was a bit late coming with that information, she wasn't she? She really was. <laughs> yeah, so they're just like, well, we'll write to each other. And now I'll have my one last job to give Miss Elizabeth Wakefield a lift to the train. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, they get in the train. And Lee, Enid bids farewell to Randall, who was also clearly evacuated half his body weight. <laughs> God, poor Randall. Because <laughs> he's lost some weight in like three days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's now handsome. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth sees him and she's like, why? He's actually handsome, she noted with surprise. Oh, fuck oh, off, Liz. Oh, Liz. <laughs> and he wants to write to Edith and she agrees. And, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, they're, they're <laughs> Everyone's going to write to each other, apparently. <laughs> apparently, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. What will Ken say when he finds out of all this? I, I do like when Jess makes some jibe about Lila's hunk. She's like, she pinches her and goes, how would you like some spontaneous plastic surgery? <laughs> I imagine it being a bit OTG. Oh, yeah. Some spontaneous surgery. Fantastic. And then they just ponder the murderous insanity they've been witnessing with some trite remarks about maybe she should have known beauty really does lie within and you shouldn't become obsessed with somebody and try to steal their face. (laughs) That might be taking things a little too far. (laughs) And they're like, even if she had stolen my face, she'd still have been unhappy because she didn't love herself. (laughs) She'd still have that dumpy body. (laughs) Like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> and then they all just chill out. And Liz manages to go online. How the fuck she does that, I don't know. Oh, and yeah. she starts writing an email to Todd, though she's on the train home. <laughs> and she says, Have I got a story for you? She certainly has. Oh, God. <laughs> and that is. That was. The end. Murder in Paradise. The greatest book of all time. Wow, what a wild ride. <laughs> Did it transcend stats and outfits? <laughs> Um, okay, we still have stats and outfits, don't <gasps> worry. Um, so the blondness got five mentions. Okay, good. Blue, yep, blue-green eyes got three. Okay, but still, better than we've had. Enid uh, is called a dove, a red bird, and then a sparrow three times. Avian imagery. Mm, quite. Great for magic. <laughs> um, we have a couple of outfits. Lila wears a coral pink bikini at one point. Mm. Uh, then she also has on a pair of black silk palazzo pants. Oh. And a fuchsia silk tank top. Oh, I can see it. <laughs> so silky, so yeah. slippery. <laughs> um, Enid has, oh yeah, when she goes playing tennis, she wears white shorts and a green and white striped tank top. Sounds Fresh. nice. Yes. Preppy and nice in the 80s. Uh, Jessica, when she's heading for her steam room date, mm, uh, yeah. wears a white bikini with a flowered parrot tied in a knot at her slender waist. What's that? I had to Google it. What is it? It's a sarong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, not too not too unusual. No, not really. Um, so, I mean, after that, Ooh. it's only the middle of the night when we're recording this. I know. <laughs> We're exhausted. Sufficiently spooky out. <laughs> no. Oh, not through a spooky building. I hope if we hear somebody going, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Come to my magical spa that I will give you a free holiday for no reason. Just say no, kids. Don't do it. No. I mean, it's really going to be a, a bummer coming down to earth after with the next episode. Yeah. Which is, oh. I, I know I spoke before about my sister coming up to me and saying, most boring sweet valley book, putting me on the spot. And I said the one where Elizabeth goes to Switzerland and she said, yes, but I would have accepted the one where Ronnie Edwards becomes a gambling addict. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and that is the next one we're doing. It is atrocious. Oh, God. 
maybe it'll be one of those ones that's better than I remember. You never know. I don't think so. Um, so we hope you enjoyed Murder in Paradise. We certainly did. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> I mean, we're, I think we're forever changed, transformed, if you will. You <laughs> and you might. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, please let us know what you think. Mm. Um, was this your favourite Sweet Valley book of all time? Is it just the greatest book of all time? Full stop. <laughs> Forget Sweet Valley. Let us know what you think at SVH Podcast on Twitter. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we are members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can find out more about all the great podcasts on the network by following them at HS Pod Network and this Headstuff. And don't forget that we have our live show. <gasps> it won't be spooky. No, it won't. <laughs> or will it? Maybe you will. Maybe we'll have had plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be radiantly beautiful we'll oh be dazzled um, and we'll hypnotise you <laughs> you'll never know because <laughs> we're so good at it uh, but you can find out more about that just google Dublin Podcast Festival and look at the Double Love event um, it is on the 21st of November at 7pm our special guest is the brilliant author Louise O'Neill uh, who we're very very excited about talking all things Sweet Valley with because she is a proper aficionado mm. and uh, we would love to see any of you there yeah. ideally dressed to kill <laughs> not literally <laughs> please don't murder us so we've already we're, we're getting nervous now I know yeah. <laughs> so I mean we're really going from the sublime to the ridiculous because we will We'll be back Mm -hmm. in two weeks. We sure will. When we find out what happens. (laughs) If we must. If we (laughs) (laughs) And we must. (laughs) What happens when Roddy Edwards starts betting (gasps) against the odds? See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't get murdered. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.